welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to episode three of the Daring Designers Club podcast. I'm so happy to have you back. And today I'm going to talk about taking your design business to the next level. Maybe you've been self-employed for a few months or a year or so, and you feel like you want to step it up. You might want to raise your prices or attract better clients or make the move from feeling like a freelancer to being a business owner or design studio. When you start out freelancing as a designer, there are so many things you have to create, build and launch to start finding your feet. Whatever gets you set up in the beginning is great, but what about when you want to level up? What changes can you make from when you started out that can help with this? So I want to give you a few small changes you can make in your design business to take you from freelancer to business owner help establish yourself as an expert and continue building your sustainable, profitable and exciting business. These are steps that I have taken at some point throughout my business journey, which I feel have made the biggest impact to help me move to the next level with my business. Now, before we jump into the changes, I just want to make a point that not everything will work for everyone. I'm very passionate about everyone running their own business in a way that suits them the best. And that means we can't all follow the same advice and get the same results. If something that I recommend here doesn't feel right for your business, don't worry about it at all. Take everything into consideration before making any changes or a final decision and see if these things feel like a good fit for you and the work you do. And if not, don't worry about it at all. Business isn't cookie cutter, but if I can help with even one of these tips, that's a total win in my book. So I hope at least one of them can help you out. So my first tip is going to be about your portfolio, which is such a huge part of your design business. And my tip is, instead of using Instagram as your portfolio, make sure you have a website too. This is something I've seen with a lot of graphic designers or visual artists, especially people starting out, is setting up an Instagram account, posting your work there and using that as your portfolio. I would say that this is fine at this early stage of running a business and Instagram is such a good platform for designers that it's hard to see why you would even need a website. So Instagram's great because you're probably already familiar with the platform. You can find loads of inspiration from other designers you love and see how they showcase their work on Instagram. And it's really visual as well, which is great for us visual lot as designers. Um, But think about having a website and if you want to work with someone 
in general, the place that you want to go to see the work that they've done before, the people that they've worked with, you want to go to a website and people want that proof in terms of you having a professional platform where they can look at your work, they can see your services, maybe look at your prices and then get in touch that way. Whereas dropping someone a DM on Instagram not only feels a bit less professional, but it also devalues your process a little bit. So if you set up a website and you have everything there, it just feels so much more professional and helps you level up to that point where people view you as a business and a design studio instead of just a freelancer. My second tip is going to be about that little thing, perfection. (laughs) I know we all suffer from that as designers. Um, My recommendation would be to try and leave perfection behind and try to stick with the principle that done is better than perfect. Design is a very particular industry and attention to detail and a little bit of perfection is completely necessary, but just in your client work. When it comes to your own work, your content, your marketing, any other tasks, I would urge you to let some of that perfection go. Working to perfection is great if it doesn't hold you back, but sometimes when you just want to get something done, it's completely okay to put things out there when they're just done. Chances are that Instagram post or blog post you've been agonizing over for hours is great just the way it is and no one's going to notice the extra few hours of work and extra hours of stress that you want to put into it. Recently I relaunched my website and it was taking me ages to get the design ready and to pick the right colors and layouts for certain pages until after a few weeks I just kind of went for it. I put an afternoon aside and I jumped into Squarespace and I got it done as much as I could. And there were definitely bits that I wasn't 100% happy with. There were a few bits of copy I wanted to update and colors that I needed to change, but I just put it out there. And what do you think happened? No one noticed those little bits. You need to remember that our design eye is very strong and that's why we do what we do. But people who want to work with you aren't going to notice every little detail like you do. And you agonizing over those details can hold you back. It can take you so much time and it can distract you from doing things that are actually going to help you move your business forward. So save your perfection for your clients and try the done is better than perfect attitude for this. Okay, so moving on to a bit of a juicy topic and my third point, one of my favorite things to talk about and to be transparent about, and that is pricing. So I really want to urge you to stop charging hourly for your work and instead price your services in packages. Pricing is such a tricky issue for anyone working for themselves, but designers in particular are more likely to get into the habit of charging hourly for our work because it's so difficult to put your services into packages. We all do such different things and our projects can vary so much that it feels like packages might hold you back. But charging fixed rate packages instead of hourly gives you much more control over your income and it makes it so much easier to quote as well when you get inquiries. If you think about the work you do when you're tracking hourly, you probably just have a tracker for the actual design work. So maybe you use Toggle or something like that. But what about the time you spend emailing back and forth about different options 
Or what about the time you spend creating invoices and contracts? And what about the time when you're not even working, but you're sat watching Netflix and you're thinking of design ideas for the project in the back of your mind? This could be a full episode on its own, to be honest, but I just want you to think about switching away from hourly rates and into using packages instead. You might be struggling to fit your services into packages, and if that's the case, have a big brainstorm session, write down every service that you offer, and see how they can either work together as a package or maybe level up in different tiers. They're two great ways of setting up packages. So on to tip number four, and we're going to talk process. Developing my process and building systems into my design and client process have been so important for saving time, organizing myself, and just making my life and my client's life easier. And the first step is moving your client communication away from emails and into a project management tool. My work life changed in such a positive way when I moved away from communicating just via email and instead using systems to manage my client work. Online tools such as Asana or Trello can organize your workload in a way that will streamline your process and make your projects run smoothly for you and your clients. You can plan out your client process, keep all communication in one place and make sure you're getting all the information you need all from one easy to use and mostly free tool. The main tools you may have seen, as I've mentioned just now, are Asana and Trello. They both work in slightly different ways, so if you haven't used either, it's probably best to give both a go and see which works better for you. But both can be used to share projects with your clients, set them tasks, and for keeping yourself on track too. Where files and information might have got lost or swallowed up by emails in the past I now know where everything is that everything is in my project management tool I know that everything's going to be there when I look for it and it saves me so much time the other day I was even tracking down a font that I used from a project that was two years ago and I found it in minutes because all I had to do was search through my asana projects and there it was Okay, the last point, and then you can go ahead and start making your tweaks, and I want to talk about mindset. Mindset can hold you back in a way you can't even believe is possible. Any negativity or lack of self-belief can be make or break for your business. There are so many things we could cover in terms of mindset, but today I'm going to talk comparison. To really believe you can level up with your business, you need to stop looking at what other people are doing and focus on what you want to do. Comparison is such a tricky thing to deal with when it comes to running a business. There are so many people doing what you do in a position you want to be in or even telling you what to do and the noise from other people can become so overwhelming. Instead of being influenced by the way other people run their businesses, make sure you're always making decisions that feel right for you and your business. So you want to come back to yourself, come back to your values for your business and come back to who you are as a person. Are you making a certain decision because it's what feels like the right step for your business or are you just doing what you've seen other people do? Do you really want to start that course or have you just seen other people do well with a course and do you want to expand to new services or have you just seen someone on Instagram doing that? Like I said at the beginning everyone's path in business is completely different and the best way to make yours work for you is to be completely in tune with every decision you make and do it because it's the best thing for you. 
And on that lovely note, we're all done with this episode. Those are my five tweaks you can make to your business to take you to the next level, whether you want to put your prices up, have a more professional look or feel like more of a design studio. And I really hope this has helped you and you're enjoying the podcast so far. I'll be back with a new episode soon. And if you're enjoying so far and like having me as your little design genie on your shoulder slash in your ears, I'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on the Apple Podcasts app. Or even just drop me a DM on Instagram to let me know you're listening and if you've managed to take any tips on board as well. And just to let you know, if you want to find more of me, head to gattoweb.com or follow me on Instagram at gattoweb. See you next time.